Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Barleycast. I am Marcus, and just kind of doing a podcast out of randomness right now. I mean, there is so much going on in the wrestling world. Like, I think, I think the thing I want to talk about the most that's probably on a lot of people's mind in the wrestling world is, what the fuck is going on in TNA right now? I mean, good fucking lord. Like... I have no problem with a woman holding the championship, but at the same time, it kind of, like, defeats the purpose for having a women's championship belt. I mean, people could argue, like, well, Lucha Underground, their first ever champion was a woman. Yeah, but there was no, like, I don't think there was... I don't think there was a woman's... A women's division, though. Like, so, like, it just made sense. Like... There is an established women's division. And now we're supposed to just, like, ignore that fact and just be like, yeah, it's whatever. Like, it don't matter. Like, fuck them. Who cares? Like, Tessa Blanchard is the new world heavyweight champion. And it's like, so are you going to get rid of the one? Are you going to get rid of the, um, the women's title? No, why would we do that? Then why the fuck are you keeping it? I mean, at this point, like, I just had to do a podcast about it because I'm like, I'm so fucking confused because apparently right now it's like the night after Impact. So, like, we're watching Tessa and, like, Sami Zayn keep fighting over it. And it's like, Sami, like, <laughs> you got your ass kicked by a girl. <laughs> like, but, like, the whole argument's like, we're just wrestlers wrestling. And it's like, I, yes, but... The people who used to hold that belt, like Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Austin Aries, John, Johnny Impact, Brian Cage, Sammy Callahan, um, who else held that TNA World title? Fucking Jeff Jarrett, like, all held that title, and but, like, before... I don't think a single one of them thought, like, I hope one day a woman holds belt. And it's just, like, because one of them was like, how about we make a, create our own division, make it fucking badass, just fucking awesome, and we'll call it the knockouts. And, like, we're not going to call them divas, we're not going to call them the girls, we're going to call them the knockouts. And, like, it just defeats the purpose of having the knockout division. It's just like, then what the fuck's the point of having that? Like... Well, we got to make Tessa Blanchard the world heavyweight champion, you know? And it's like, you guys could have had to, like, break a world record or something with the knockouts championship. And then, like, had, like, a belt, a bout with Sammy and her just fa- champion versus champion. But no titles were on the line. Just, like, you know, bragging rights were just on the line or something. But instead, you guys borderline went for the complete opposite, and we're just like, fuck it. Let's throw caution to the wind. Let's fucking show these people how progressive we are. TNA, right? Im, Im, sorry, Impact Wrestling right now is like the uncool dad at the party who keeps showing up when they're like, yeah, it's cool you have a party here at the house. I, yeah, drink some beers. Yeah. And then, like, keeps showing, keeps going downstairs to party. And, like, the the kids are just like, Dad, get out of here. And he's just like, oh, but this is my jam. Like, it's just like, ugh. Like, please get the fuck out of here. What's wrong with you? Ugh. 
Like, that's how I feel, like, Impact Wrestling has this borderline become. It's just the uncool dad who just keeps, like, popping down to be like, Oh, beer pong, here I come. Like, it's just like, please, please stop. You're not cool. Stop. And it's just like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Jeez. I mean, at this point, I mean, I don't really know, like, what the protocol is for this because I've never personally seen any of this like like I said like a lot of people are defending like the Lucha Underground thing being like well the first ever Lucha Underground champion was a girl but again they didn't have a women's division at that time they just had a men's so they were just like oh this could kind of you know bring it make us look progressive and it like it worked where TNA is a well-established company with a women's division, a very good women's division. It's probably the best it's ever been right now. And they borderline just like took a shit on it by being like, we're going to have one knockouts champion whose husband went to WWE again. And the people are borderline saying that she's probably going to go next. So, we're going to make her the longest reigning champion. So whenever she leaves to be with her husband, we have to somehow fill in that hole that she has left left us with. And it's like, then why fucking make her the longest reigning champion? Like, why do that? Why continue to do this shit to yourself even though you know... I mean, it's just like the old TNA stuff. It's just like... You know this is going to blow up in your face down the line, right? And, like, their attitude is like, yeah, we know. But, you know, it's fun. It's it's wrestling. It's like, yeah, but, like, why keep doing this to yourself? Like, why keep making, like, this company look more and more stupid? Like, you pissed off Austin Aries to the point where, like, on your major pay-per-view... Like, not after the cameras rolled off, like, he, it was still live. Um, he got up, flipped, you both, flipped you off, Dan Callis or fucking whatever your name is, flipped you off and started the flip, and flipped off the whole company and walked out. Even though he took a starship pain and ruined Johnny, John Morrison's fucking, ho- ruined his moment. Because John, Johnny Impact, whatever, lost the, won the, won the championship, but, like, he lost the moment. Like, it was just like, what the fuck is he doing? Why is, you know, Austin getting up? Like, I thought he was supposed to be hurt. It's no surprise that the business is, it's a work. Like, totally understandable. But, like, that just, like, sets it in, like, cement and concrete, and it's just like, and ruined, <laughs> like, it's just like, it just ruins that moment, um, I, I'm gonna say this right now, I used to be a huge fan of TNA Impact, like, whenever it had Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Eric Young, like, I watched for a very long, I watched to the point wherein Eric Young became champion, and then after he lost the belt, like, I just kind of stopped watching. I mean, they just kept trying to capture lightning in a bottle, like, constantly. And it was just, like, it didn't work half the time. It wasn't the same. It was just, like, it was just stupid. It was just, like, why keep trying to do this? But it's, like, uh, but, you know, 
some of the writing's not bad, I guess. Some of it's pretty good. So, like, you just kind of continued watching it where, like, with now, like, the thing that made me officially stop watching it was the whole Matt Hardy thing. Matt and Jeff thing. Because I felt like they were just trying to take over the TNA Impact. And a lot of people said, like, they made it better. It was like, it just felt weird, guys. It didn't feel like a storyline. It just felt like Matt Hardy got, like, the access to do whatever he wants because they were like, well, they've been wrestling a long time. Let's, adopt, let's just let them do what they want. Because, personally speaking, not a fucking lot of them have a lot, a lot to grab with, it, like, a lot to do anymore with TNA wrestling. And the reasoning behind it is because it's, like, it's not good anymore. It's not fun. It's not a good product. Like, they borderline ruined that product. Sorry about that, guys. I'm I'm super tired. <laughs> I take these um, medicines to help me go to sleep because my whole uh, sleep pattern has gotten, like, fucked up. It's kind of one of those, um, I don't know how to explain them. It's melatonin. It's supposed to help. It's like a sleep, like, it's like something that's supposed to help you just fall asleep. It's not like it's not a like over the counter drug or anything. So I don't want anybody getting freaked out or anything. It's not an over counter drug. You can literally just walk into Walmart. It's on a little green bottle and it says melatonin and you just buy it for like eight bucks. And it's just supposed to like help. It's just supposed to kind of be like it's not it's not a drug because my fiance was the one who introduced me to him. I she said to me that they are kind of like a. They're kind of just supposed to, it's like a sleep aid. It's just supposed to be like, here you go, like, here, help you fall asleep. And, but it's not like, um, it's not like the, uh, what, what were the, what are the drugs? Um, it's not like the cold medicine stuff that helps you go to sleep. Like that stuff, like, I used to love when I got the flu or something. Because I would take like two of those and I used to work like a nighttime shift. So I would get off at four take two of those and I'd be like, and I'm out. And like, and I would just be out for the rest of the night. I couldn't hear anybody. I couldn't see anything. And one of my big things I do when I'm sleeping is I like to listen. I like to watch a stand-up special and like, I'll just slowly drift away to here and like just stand up. So it's pretty, it's pretty fucking awesome. It's pretty nice. I'm not going to lie, but I was having a tough time switching over to from night shift doing that for a year over to day shift like I went from like 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. work to you're gonna wake up at fucking fucking what was it like fucking goddamn it, it's fun. I, night shift was f, um, 6 a, 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. where when I was switching over in the mornings it was gonna be 5 30 to 6 30 so a 12 hour day so a bigger fucking difference but yeah it's just this uh thing called melatonin that she's kind of showed me just so i could be able to fix my sleep pattern and then um but yeah so no it's not it's not a drug like legit like this stuff is like at like where i work like we pack this stuff so like 
it's not it's not a big thing it's not like a bit it's not like a crazy drug or anything so no one get freaked out the bar cap the, the leader of the bar club members i'm not on any drugs so calm down i'm still good to go i'm still good i can pass a drug test i'm i'm good i'm clean all i do is drink but anyway getting back to the tna thing um but yeah, like I was saying, like it just feels like they're just fucking giving up. Like it just feels like they're just TNA's just coming to the end of their their long storied career. You just feel like it's just kind of they're like pumping the brakes a little bit because I think it's Don Callis has made it pretty quite known. Like he wants to sell the company to like anybody who wants it. Like, he's just one of those guys, like, if someone offered me a million dollars for the podcast, I'd be like, I'll take it, but I still want to be the guy who still does the podcast. And if they're like, no, that's what we want, then I'd been like, oh, okay, cool. But I think Don Callis' attitude is just like, I just don't fucking want it anymore. It's fucking, I didn't think it would be this hard. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> this is too. This is too much goddamn work for me. I, I thought when I got back here again, this was gonna be fun. But like, fuck this, because like all his like, I'm not gonna lie, all his fucking shit. Like, I don't know. Like, watching TNA now, it does not make me want to even remotely. See, there's that melatonin again. <laughs> Like I said, if anybody knows what melatonin is, you know what it is. It's just something that helps you sleep. I don't, I forget how my fucking fiance explained it to me, but it's just like, it's supposed to, it's borderline something where it's like, man, like I need to get my sleep pattern back to normal. And then you just take the, you take it like every night to help you go to sleep. And that's what I take to help me go to sleep. So that's about it. Nothing, it's nothing like, it's not like, mm, I take some crack before I go to bed and get my, get my sleep in good, you know what I mean? So it's not, it's nothing like that. It's like legit, like you can go to any store and just buy it off the shelf. So that's how easy it is. That's how like, that's what it is. It's kind of like, and there's different flavored ones. So it's like, like I've even asked my fiance about it because she works in like the medical field. And she goes, no, it's just like a sleep aid. Like, it's kind of like a night, like a night mask. She goes, it just helps you go to sleep. She goes, it's like taking like a, uh, I think NyQuil sells like these type of, sells these type of pills now to like, it's supposed to like just help you sleep. So, and that's what I take because I have horrible, I have a horrible sleep pattern. I'll go from like. I'll go to bed like 4 a.m., say, and then I'll wake up at 6 a.m., and I'll want to go do stuff. So, like, I have to take these so, like, I'll just stay asleep so I can get full amount of sleep. Because after I get done with this podcast, I'm probably going to go to bed. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to release this podcast so you guys have two podcasts come out this week, and then eventually... That and like, I just felt like I really wanted to get out another episode because I felt I don't know what it's been lately. I've been having these attitudes like where it's for a hot minute after we moved into the house, I didn't want to do a podcast. Like, I'm gonna be honest, I was tired, 
I was fed up. I was just like, like all the emotions you have into moving into a house, it's just exhausting. It feels like you're just like drained. So like I was drained for a couple weeks, probably I'd say a couple months because we moved in what, November? So like I didn't come back out of pot to like do regular, like keep doing podcasting or like doing one right now for fun. Probably till like now, probably till January when I was just like, all right, let's fucking get back out there. Hell yeah. Like, I feel like the, um, I've been listening to a lot of corn lately. Um, I know a lot of people are just like, you listen to corn now? It's like, yes, because like I went through a lot of shit when I was doing, when we were moving. Like, I was coming off this like, it was very dark. It was very like I had a whole bunch of anxiety. I had pain. I had multiple panic attacks at work, and it was like I was just trying to calm myself down. And it was just like I had people tell me like you need to go to the doctor. You need to do this. And I was like I don't. I'm not going to the doctor. Like I don't want to go to the doctor. And like I started. Uh, Chris was the one who was like, "Hey, I got these concert tickets. Do you want to go to a concert?" And I said, "Oh, you." you do I need to pay you? And he goes, no, like, you just want to go? Cause I got two because, you know, I, I knew you liked the band too. So do you, do you want to go? Like, I kind of want to go to, you know, he's like, I like this band called bad wolves. And I, he goes, you know who they are. He go, I said, yeah, 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 yeah. They're the one who did the cover of zombie. I said, yeah, I said, yeah, I'll go. And I said, he was, I said, who else is playing? And he goes, it's a five finger death punch. Uh, a five, it's a five finger death punch um, concert, and that's when I said, "Like, yeah, I guess I probably won't go." <laughs> and then he goes, "No, they're like they're the headliners, so they'll go on dead last. So like, you won't have to. You we we'll probably just leave <laughs> during the show on that part." I have nothing against anybody who likes five finger death punch. That's your thing, but personally speaking, I do not like five finger death punch. I'm not a big fan. I don't relate with the music. Um, it's just not my. T- it's just not my thing. If you are a five finger, hey, different strokes for different folks. That's how I see it. That's your. If that's your fucking band, rock out to it, man. But that's it's not mine. So I'm not. I'm not headbanging with you in the mosh pit. Sorry to say, but I'm not. But um, at that time, he was kind of. We were. I was just kind of just like trying to like gained my footing again because like I was going through like so much anxiety and the thing that really helped was like at my work they took me out of the area because a different area needed more help so I got to kind of leave for about two months to go work in a different area so that kind of helped out a lot so it was just like I was just like wow like this is fucking weird like this felt weird this was really weird So, like, everything kind of got to be, like, was put into place perfectly for me. Because, like, I was, like, going, I was going through a lot. And it had nothing to do with the job. It was just, like, it was more or less, like, I was constantly worried about stuff. Because when you're getting a house and the process is, like, you know, if you, like, you have to have your job for two years. And if, if you don't have this done within so many days... 
you know, or like they find out like, oh, you know, you, you quit or you got fired. It was just like, and it was like, it's one of those things like whenever you see it, you roll, you drive by a cop and your attitude's like, do I have drugs on me? And it's like, no, you don't have drugs on you. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, it's that, it's that kind of attitude where you're just like, oh shit, like what did I do? And like, so like I was trying to like regain my footing because as soon as we bought the house and the first day we walked in, like I walked in through the back door and it was like a weight was just fucking like someone just took that 200 pound weight that I would had been carrying on my back and just took it off. And they're like, yeah, you're done. Like did some good squats, but you're done for a while. And it was just like, oh my God. Like we find we're in, like we're in the house. It's, it's over now. <laughs> Let's just paint. And like it was, it was a lot to deal with when we moved in. And I know, like I just, re- I'm gonna release a podcast here soon called uh, "Moving In and Moving Out," and it's, <laughs> it's not the funnest one. It's, um, it's kind of boring. It's just me and my fiance doing a puzzle. <laughs> We're doing a Breakfast Club puzzle, so super fun, you know. So, but yeah, like, like I said, like. But, like, at that time, it was just, like, he, we went to the concert, and, um, I remember what, I can distinctly remember what made me want to go see Corn. Like, we were walking to our seats, and we went down to go get merch, because we went up, originally we went upstairs to go get our seats to find where they were at, so we could, like, if, like, one of us had to go to the bathroom, we could be like, oh, we're over here in, like, section 201, and, like, we could just walk on over there. But, like, when we're walking the hallway, me and him are talking. I kind of look up at one of the TVs, and it's white with, like, these, I think it was, like, how many, Brian, Head, Fredley, okay, hold on. Head, Fredley, Jonathan, monkey and okay there's all right there's five guys up on this thing and i look and i look and i'm like oh shit that's corn like like i know who those guys are like i used to listen to them a little bit like back in the like back in the day like like my good old glory days of high school (laughs) like no like i used to listen to them now and then like i discovered um head through like a i am second kind of video on youtube and I found out, like, oh, like, I know that Brian, I know the Brian Head Welch guy, like, he did this video, and, like, that's how I originally found out about him, and then, like, he explained, like, his music, what he used to do, and then, like, that's how I discovered Corn. but, like, I never, like, dove into it, like, how I did now, but, like, I remember seeing that, and I was like, fuck, I don't know, and it was a promotion to say, like, hey, we're coming... We're going to be here February. And I was just like, shit, that'd be fucking fun to go to. So, like, I told him, like, we watched Bad Wolves. It, it kind of stopped. They went into intermission. And we went. I looked, showed him. I said, hey, man, like, you want to go to another concert here? And he goes, fuck, yeah, this is fun, man. And I, he, I said, um, I was, we, when we were walking, man, like, I saw a, a thing, a... a, a on the TV, they were they were doing these ads, and he he was like, "Yeah, what was what was what one of them?" And I said, "Well, one of them was Kiss," and he goes, "No." <laughs> he <laughs> he was like, "No, I don't think I want to see Kiss. I don't want to see Gene trying to promote something for me for an hour." 
And if we do the hand, like the rock on hand symbol, Gene yells and stops and goes, I own that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he was, he, I said there was Kiss, there was Leonard Skinner. And I, I said, I want to go see, there was Corn. And he goes, Corn, a Corn concert here? And I said, yeah, like that'd be kind of fucking fun, wouldn't it? Like, I said, like, I said, I'll, I'll be more prepared this time. And like, I just like the deep end of the pool like for the corn like corn i just dove in i was just like here i come like take me away jonathan davis's voice take me away jonathan like let me hear that beautiful voice like just take me away there you go one for the one for the home crowd but like i started listening to like a lot of the lyrics and stuff and like and i'm still trying to like slowly like I said before I'm still trying to find my footing with my anxiety and my not really depression but it's more anxiety and panic attacks and I'm trying to find my footing because originally I had my footing down and then like stuff got kind of like flipped up whenever we were trying to get the house and everything but we have the house and all that stuff so right now it's still I'm still trying to find that footing and like Corn has helped a fucking lot with that. Like one of my favorite songs I like to play whenever I leave work and I do it like borderline religiously now. I'll my car's radio goes all the way up to 64. That's the I think it's like 6 I think it's 65 to the max. Like it'll go past 64 and it'll just say max. And I'll play clown. I'll play clown as loud as I can, and then I'll play uh, Cold off their new album. And it's just, fuck, it just feels therapeutic to me. Like, it just feels amazing. Just to be like, just to kind of like hear like the guitars, the bass, the drums, and Jonathan's voice, Just I'm just like, uh, like, it just feels amazing. Because it's like so much pent up, like, anxiety, Ang- like up, being upset, anger, and all that stuff from work, and it's like I just get out in my car, and I'm just like I feel great, like I feel good, like I just feel like these lyric, like the lyrics and the songs are just kind of helping me be like just relax, just let us sing about let us like do like we know how you're feeling, and like here, and then like I'm discovering like. Jonathan has anxiety and like, and it was just like, holy shit, like, I know what he's going through, like, anxiety, I know how that feels, like, it fucking sucks, like, it sucks having, having anxiety and having panic attacks, it, it's fucking awful, and then having people tell you, like, well, I think you should take this, well, you should probably go take this, well, you should probably go do this, um, so it's just it's just annoying because you just want to hear somebody go like, hey man, like let's just talk about it, and not a lot of people do because like, like with Chris, like he has anxiety about stuff. So like, two people who have anxiety can't really talk because his anxiety's different compared to my anxiety. Like, I can't really just figure out why I still have the anxiety. I think it's just like I'm trying to like slow it down podcasting does help me like a lot and like so like it's just um like the other day I was thinking at work like I think I really need to start podcasting more 
because the other, like the one time I felt really good doing a podcast was the Christmas ones, was the, twas the week before Christmas and the remembering December to dismember, like those two podcasting, I remember like, I was like, I felt really good in those moments, like, cause I'm talking, I kind of get to do what I want and, um, you know, it's just, it's a different feeling. And, like, I know the episode of this is uh, totally need to stop. But, like, that's more of a shot at TNA. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's weird being able to be, like, I, you find your niche and you're not getting paid. <laughs> so, if you guys want to send me some cash, my P.O. Box is... <laughs> Get some sponsors up in this bitch. <laughs> Let's get some sponsors here. Come on, for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, um, and I'm real excited to go see the corn concert because it's just like the. Um, I found out that Neil Pert died, and I, um, I think I got asked. I got asked by Chris, and I got asked my from my fiance, like, so how do you feel? And I was like, I don't know. It's, it feels weird. Because Rush was the band I listened to, like, a lot in high school. And um, when I finally got to go see Rush in concert, it felt like I officially graduated from high school. Where with, like, Corn and stuff, it's like, I would love to go see him again, probably. And so after I went and saw Rush, I kind of was just like, okay, like, I found, I saw him. Like, I guess I'm done. And then, like, my attitude now is just like, nope, you ain't done yet. Um, but getting out of the, but that, that's why I've started listening to corn, because anxiety, panic attacks, and all that stuff. And, like, like I said, there's, it's really helping me, like, get out of that kind of funk. Because, like, it's like, like, right now, for example, it's like, you should be happy you got your house. Why aren't you, why are you having panic attacks? It's like, I don't fucking know. It's like, well, why don't you go see a doctor? And it's like, because I just don't fucking want to. I don't want to go see no doctor. I don't want to have someone self-examinate me and be like, I think this is what's wrong with you. It's like, no, that's not how I feel. But, like I said, like, the best thing in the world, it, one of the best things in the world is whenever I get off work and then, like, I just, bl to my max of my car, I just start playing clown and like it's like all you hear is like them joking around and you hear like fuck you fuck you and then like jonathan just goes piece of shit and like the fucking guitars go and i'm just like oh my take me away let's go so yeah getting out of that getting out of that combo because i know a lot of people have probably been wanting to wonder well he hasn't been really up to date on doing podcasts for a while like we figured like since he moved and shit he would just that was the reason but you kind of you did two podcasts and kind of just went away for a, a month another month i went into hibernation basically um i'm out now i'm here <clears throat> here to party here to rock and roll you gotta get ready for a royal rumble the one year of this podcast is about to hit us here soon because we're gonna do another WrestleMania one. So much fun. Um, but yeah. Um, like I was saying with the whole TNA thing, 
I don't know. Like, the Sammy Callahan Tessa Blanchard match made sense, but at the same time, it doesn't make sense to put the title on her. It could have been like a draw or something, and like she was been like, well, I couldn't beat him, so like I'm going after the women, I'm going after the knockouts title again, and like she beat, like beats this girl's, I forget her fucking name, was it like Tyra or something? I don't fucking know. Beat her for her the belt, and like, but instead TNA being like, well, at this point, we're borderline gonna keep grasping at straws. And it's it's borderline like the quote like Bob Bob's Burgers said, of like, whenever he's getting eaten by the mechanical shark, he goes, "Oh my God, I'm literally grasping at straws." But yeah, that's how it was, and like the whole thing of like her making like racial comments and all that shit, it just proves TNA's attitudes is like, hey, if she, if. We're sinking, we're going to make sure she's sinking. So it's just like, you guys do you. I don't really watch TNA anymore. Um, I watch AEW now and then, not a shit ton. I rarely watch WWE shit. I mean, it's just boring. I'm going to start because I got to do the Royal Rumble podcast pretty soon. And then I got to do... What is it? Elimination Chamber or fucking Fast Lane? One of the, one of the two. I don't fucking know. I got to do that podcast, and then I got to do the WrestleMania, which is also the one year anniversary of the Barley Cast. So, and also Barley Mania too. So, yeah. So that's the only reason why I'm still watching wrestling. Other than that, um, TNA speaking wise, I don't watch any of it. I'll watch a couple highlights on YouTube if they pop up. I, the only reason I've got knowledge of the whole Impact Wrestling thing is because I follow them on Instagram and they post these stupid goddamn clips. Oh my god, it's ridiculous! Like right now, I think like I think Sammy Callahan stole her belt or something, and like it's just like uh, like he spits in the air and then like has it land on his face. I I don't know, like, it's just gone, I don't know what they're thinking, like, legit, like, impact, like, your legit thing that you're doing, like, with all this shit, is the same shit Lucha Underground did, and look where Lucha Underground is at, it's done, like, it's just over, because they overstepped their welcome, and just fucked over talent, where you guys, where... Don Callis' attitude is just like, fuck it, like this this ship is sinking, so I might as well fire off some rounds on the other side of the boat, you know, have the whole thing go down like even. So like I like I said, if you're a TNA fan, different strokes for different folks. Um hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you. Um, I am back fully every Tuesday. Um, this I know right now you're wondering, like, this is Wednesday. Why are you bringing out a podcast on Wednesday? I feel like I owe you guys a little bit more than what I've given you. So, yes, you're getting a po- two podcasts this week. But until next time, oh, and before I forget, you can go like and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter 
at BarleyCast on Instagram and Twitter to go follow me there and to like my Facebook page, The BarleyCast. But until next time, this has been another edition of The BarleyCast. See ya!